politician. I ain't a politician, but I've got views. Some folks want to ban cars. Some want to get rid of fender guitars. Why don't you do your thing and we'll do our thing too? Now they want to take my cigarettes and all my good whiskey. And these damn coalitions, they are after you and me. They want to get rid of my 44s and all the R-rated films. If they only knew how much we'd all love to get rid of them. And this is the coalition to ban coalitions. The views of a musician, yeah, I've got some. Alright. Hey y'all, welcome to another uh, Americana, the American way with Big John. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Um, on Telegram, on Rumble, on YouTube, where I have a feeling this is going to get censored. Um, what other platforms before I forget? This is Americana, the American way. You can follow me on Parlor at the Real Big John, and we'll get into this in a minute. To, gonna delve into more and more uh, cancel culture. Uh, it seems like it's left, right, center, up, down, sideways, whatever, everywhere, everywhere you go. Um, and there's some things I agree with, some things are different, I disagree with, um, but we'll get into that. Other exciting, thrilling news. Hey, y'all, the House passed the Senate version of the uh, supposed COVID relief bill. Uh, so we'll be getting more welfare checks by the end of the month of March. Um, a friend and I had an interesting exchange on Facebook with this. Um, I posted, you know, okay, you know, I tagged, uh, not like they're going to look at my post. Well, they might. Anyways, I tagged Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and said, okay, so when do I get my next welfare check? Because this will be the only time I'll ever get money back from the government in my life. And uh, my friend said, yeah, and she's a big Democrat. She's like, yeah, this is just like welfare. The more kids you have, the more money you get. Uh, and I, co I commented back, yeah, I knew I should have had a bunch of illegitimate kids, <laughs> LOL. And uh, she responded with a smiley face emoji uh, or laughing emoji, whatever it is. And uh, I, you know, I went on to say, you know, I was raised by a single mom and babysat, a single mom who worked her butt off and was babysat by my grandparents. Uh, my grandpap, my pap, as we say here where I come from, my pap wouldn't let my mom go on uh, government assistance. She was offered uh, a nice apartment, which is... Uh, actually more like a townhouse duplex type thing uh, and my pap just said no you, that's an embarrassment to our family for someone to take uh, you know government assistance I'll babysit John and you just keep working and you and John can live here at my house until 
you figure things out, which uh, to this day, I still live in my grandparents' house. They're uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately for them, unfortunately for me, uh, they went to be with the Lord uh, several years ago. Um, but it's just strange, man. Like, they, the, the, low, the less money you make and the more kids you have, the more you get from the government. And just like it's tax return time, and I'm driving past Walmart tonight, um, and I see people rolling out 75-inch televisions into a beat-up minivan. Um, and I'm like, what? That that doesn't match. The 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 in, you know, you don't want to judge people on the car they drive, but you look at this and go. You do the math. You get you spend a grand or more. I don't know what a seventy-five inch. Uh, it was brand name too. It was like uh, wasn't Sanyo the Walmart brand. I mean, this was like a nice. I think Philips seventy-five inch flat screen. And I don't even know how it. I mean, they must have taken all the seats out of that minivan because the TV was dang near bigger than the minivan. Uh, but I'm like the math don't add up, and I'm like, oh, it's it's income tax return time for most people, except for me. I get to pay the government, um, but they get this. It's called an earned income tax credit, and really, the less money you make and the more kids you have, the more your earned earned in air quotes tax credit is I think I'm not an accountant you know Lewis Black had a good observation about the United States tax code he said it's the only document written in our own language that we have to have someone else read to us it's so complicated it's written in the English language but yet we have to have some somebody who who does nothing with their life but study the tax code interpret it to us <laughs> it's, uh and i'm i'm like ted cruz uh you know i think you should be able to file your taxes on the back of a postcard uh and mail the government a check and that's it uh if you work for you know walmart kmart's non-existent anymore if you work for someone else and you're a w-2 employee your taxes should be you know taken out of your paycheck like they are now and that's the end unless you have some you know egregious uh income where you have to pay the government at the end of the year um and i think i believe in a 10 percent flat tax for everybody no refunds no write-offs, no unearned income. Okay, the earned income that you didn't really earn credit, gone. Gone. Just 10% good enough for Jesus. It's good enough for Uncle Sam, in my opinion. Uh, and that's that, you know. But, uh, I mean, it's just unreal, you know, uh, but nonetheless, the stimulus passed. The Democrats uh, didn't get their $15 minimum wage because this was 
an appropriations bill. Uh, it was not a, uh, they, the minimum wage thing has nothing to do with uh, funds that the government appropriates to spend. So they couldn't put this in, put that in there. Uh, but they did woo Joe Manchin uh, after some work. There was one senator who uh, did not uh, make the vote. He couldn't make it. So it, it was going to be a 49-49 tie in the Senate. And Kamala broke the tie to make it 50-49. Um, so now it it's off. Uh, what it went from the House to the Senate, back to the Senate. The House passed it. The Senate's passed it. So we'll be getting. Most of us will be getting our 1,400 bones. Uh, and if you have kids that you can't afford in the first place, uh, and it could be you know you you lost money during the pandemic because the government shut your job down. That's uh, this is the one time. I'm for the government bailing out the people. But there's so much pork in this bill. It's 96% or 94% pork spending for pet projects in congressional Democrats' home districts and about 6% actual COVID relief. Um, for example, an underground tunnel in Los Angeles to connect all the uh, artsy and musical theaters that people like Nancy Pelosi frequent, uh, a, a bridge from the United States to Canada. Uh, I believe there's some foreign aid in there to get uh, the vaccine to foreign nations. Huh? Row raggy do. Anyways, that that could be a whole nother video. Um, a third, a third. This is a different story here. A third Cuomo aide comes forward. So now there are three women talking about Governor Andrew Cuomo's inappropriate conduct. The newspaper Albany Times Union editorial board calls for Cuomo's resignation. Uh, this is, you know, between the sexual harassment scandals and the COVID nursing home scandal. So, uh, Governor Cuomo, who was nominated, and I don't, I don't follow the Emmys in this crap, but I know he was nominated for an Emmy for his daily press briefings on the coronavirus was lying out of his butt. Liar, liar, pants on fire. He was sending COVID patients back to nursing homes, which spread the virus to the most vulnerable population. And then he had his staff fudge the numbers of nursing home deaths, which is anywhere from 10 to 15,000 people died because of his policy when he had a Navy ship that was converted to a hospital sitting off the coast of his state that he could have used, when he had the Javits Center that the Trump administration converted into a hospital for COVID patients, 
He had those at his disposal and did not use them. And there, and and COVID, the COVID virus, and the media's lying about Trump's handling of COVID nineteen are what killed Trump in his reelection effort, according to most post election polling. That and the media framing him as a everything under the sun, uh, everything short of the Antichrist. But anyways. This little jam has been running in my head for a while when it comes to cancel culture. And this song goes back to when I was in high school. It's by Hank Williams Jr. And it's called The Coalition to Ban Coalitions. And it's more fitting today than it ever has been. So I'm going to light the ceremonial cigar and then talk to you about cancel culture and... uh, Go from there. Take her away, old Some folks want to ban cars. Some want to get rid of electric guitars. Why can't everybody else leave everybody else alone? Now the latest thing they want to stamp out is violence on TV. And the worst of all is that Oscar-winning rabbit Bugs Bunny. Farewell, Foghorn Leghorn. So long, Yosemite Sam. They're messing with our heroes, and we gotta stop them now. And this is the coalition, to ban coalitions. I ain't a politician, but I've got views. Some folks wanna ban cars, some wanna get rid of Fender guitars. Why don't you do your thing and we'll do our thing too? This is the coalition, to ban coalitions. Yes, you do your thing and we'll do our thing. I cut something off at the end there, though. Okay, so Hank did a little Daffy Duck impression there. Um, so, they got rid of Dagon Gina Carano off of Mandalorian because she posted stuff that Disney didn't like to her Twitter account. And she was too conservative. That was that was wild and crazy stuff. Uh, TMZ reports that an editorial list I guess that's what you would call people who write editorials, right? Editorialist. Uh, Pepe Le Pew, the title reads. He was a uh, cartoon character on the Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes uh, special. Or not special. Uh, daily cartoon series. Television show. NYT, New York, that's New York Times. 
op-ed writer claims skunk perpetuated rape culture. Pepe Le Pew was a skunk with a French accent who was always looking for love, as I recall. And as I got older, I was like, that skunk was a little creepy creep. But uh, as I remember, I haven't watched Looney Tunes. I probably won't be seeing Pepe Le Pew anytime soon. Um, he, he was like a lovesick wannabe uh, playboy. But he always failed in his attempt. And it was his attempts to find love that you were laughing at, not the fact that he was creepy. Um, so let's read this. On the heels of Dr. Seuss being muzzled for racist depictions in a few books, another beloved childhood memory is also being called problematic. One Pepe Le Pew. Now, Pepe Le Pew's French. Uh, French people are supposedly great lovers. I think French is one of the so-called languages of love. Not very good fighters, the French. But uh, they're supposed to be a lovey-dovey culture. Anyhow, the Looney Tunes character fell into the crosshairs of NYT columnist Charles M. Blow. B-L-O-W, Blow. He wrote an op-ed titled Six Dr. Seuss Books Bore a Bias. Now, I'll be honest with you. I never cared for Dr. Seuss. One time I was working with um, a mentally handicapped and um, there was uh, Horton, what, what's it called? Horton Hears a Who? Horton Hears a Who uh, came out in theaters and we went, I took them to the, uh, the $1 movie theater where movies go after they've made their run in the main theaters. Uh, I, I don't know, it wasn't my thing, but I've I just never been a Dr. Seuss fan. Um, this Christmas was the first time I sat through part of the Grinch Christmas thing, the cart and it was the cartoon, not the Jim Carrey version. But anyways, not a Dr. Seuss fan, am I? Uh... Back to the story, where he, uh, where Blow argued racism is deeply embedded into American culture, especially pop, pop culture, and fed to kids at a young age. Um, yeah, I kind of see that. Um, I was, again, working with uh, mentally handicapped dudes um, and girls. Um, one time I, what the hell was, somehow we were talking about, uh, Speedy Gonzalez and his, uh, cousin Slowpoke Rodriguez. And I was like, man, how many Mexican stereotypes can you fit into one cartoon? 
and Speedy was part of the Tom and Jerry show. Um, so yeah, there, there were stereotypes. Um, but you know, as a kid, I didn't think that way. And I don't know that kids do now. Uh, unless they've been cultured and trained by, you know, their liberal uh, parents or woke teachers or whatever. Um, or, or let's just say uh, teachers, I don't want to say teachers, I want to say woke white liberals. And, and that's not what most teachers are. Most teachers just love kids and want to teach. Um, but anyways... He brought, back to the article, he brought up the cartoons like Speedy Gonzalez and Mammy Two-Shoes, which I've never heard of Mammy Two-Shoes, um, for being former, for the former being another LT character, he says, I don't know what LT stands for, but he says, pushed racist stereotypes against Mexicans and the latter being a Tom and Jerry character portrayed as a heavy-set black maid who speaks uh, in a curricalized voice. You usually just see her feet and legs. Okay, I remember the feet and legs in the, the cartoons. Uh, but her full figure was depicted too. Well, who cares that she's full-figured? She's kind of overweight, in other words. Uh, these two examples specifically address his race concern, but through, but he threw Pepe in as well as another tune that telegraphed the wrong message, saying the French skunk normalized and perpetuated rape culture. Of course, a lot of people had very different reactions, some agreeing and others lambasting blow for his suggestion drawing or his suggestion a drawing could sway real life behavior. Now here's where I I differ with Mr. Blow's opinion. As a kid, I never thought that, you know, all Mexicans were hyperactive mice. Okay? I never thought of uh, Speedy's cousin, Slowpoke Rodriguez, as being anything more than a, a sloppy drunk. Uh, in fact, at first, when I was a kid, I didn't even know he was drunk in the cartoons. But, you know, a few years as I got older, I realized, oh, he's been hitting the sauce, right? But... You don't think of this when you're a kid, at least when I was a kid growing up in the 80s. Did I ever think these were racial or stereotypical of any race? It was just comedy. I mean, you're watching a mouse, uh, Jerry, outwit a cat. Okay? It's... And then they throw these other characters in there as well. Uh, I, I don't see how this is influencing or corrupting the minds of children. Uh, in fact, Speedy's race... <coughs> I 
I'm not even sure how old I was when I realized Speedy was Mexican or Latino, whatever he was. Um, I have no idea at what age I realized that. I just thought he was a mouse that ran around. Darn me for not being woke in 1981 or however old I was when I started watching this. I would guess, you know, my memory can only go back to when I was probably five years old. I don't remember much about being three and four. Uh, but, you know, the, where, where do they come up with this stuff? I mean, it's all, you know, grown people looking back in hindsight and saying, oh, this was terrible, you know. I mean, Peppy was a lovesick skunk. He was always trying to get a girl to like him. And he was always getting rejected and getting, you know, I don't know, beat, I, you could say beat up, but not like in a fight. Just like that slap happy, silly, uh, what do they call that? Slapstick comedy. That's what cartoons were when I was a kid. Um, but I, I, that's just something I don't get. Now, Dave Chappelle had a comedy bit about Pepe Le Pew. Uh, and it was after he grew up and watched it again. You know, when we were kids, same thing I'm saying. When we were kids, we laughed at it. We didn't try to imitate him. We just laughed at him. And now, you know, like Chappelle and myself, people are like, man, that, that skunk was a little bit on the creep side, man. Um, but let's jump over to Disney. They have their streaming service, Disney Plus, which has been unsubscribed from by a lot of people over the treatment of uh, the sweetheart Gina Carano. Uh, NJ.com. I guess it's a New Jersey online newspaper, but uh, it's NJ.com, True Jersey. Disney Plus pulls Peter Pan, Dumbo, Aristocats from children's profiles after warning of stereotypes and negative depictions the headline reads now again i've never seen dumbo maybe they made me watch it in school when i was a kid because i do remember something about dumbo but i, I was i don't know an elephant that has big ears and flies just never was my cool thing i guess peter pan i never cared for i think they made us watch the movie in school. Aristocats never saw it. Um, so, uh, let's see here. It shows a picture of uh, Peter Pan waving high to a Native American chief, and then there's like a Native American girl standing behind the, the big chief. Um, <coughs> it says a scene from Peter Pan 
one of the movies that has been removed from the children's profile profiles on Disney Plus. Doesn't say what this picture of Peter waving to the Native American chief has to do with it. In October, Disney Plus added expanded content warning to some movies. The titles flagged for negative depictions and slash and or mistreatment of people of cult people or cultures, including Lady and the Tramp. Never saw it, but I don't know what is because the the tramp is a homeless dog. I don't know. Uh, Peter Pan, The Jungle Book, and Dumbo. Now the streamer has removed some of those films and others from the profiles of young children. The Walt Disney Company pulled Dumbo, Peter Pan, Aristocrats, and Swiss Family Robinson from its offerings to children under seven. Now, here's a, a, a big difference in culture. I started out this podcast, I, I said, remember, I was raised by a single mom and babysat by my grandparents. The, the key word there in that sentence is parents. Because people of my age had parents to tell us right from wrong. If my mom or grandparents saw me groping on a young girl and trying to you know kiss her against her will or whatever, like Pepe Le Pew's uh, did, and Pepe Le Pew's love interest, I forget what her name was, uh, you know, scrambled out of his arms and ran away, and Pepe was kissing air, I would have gotten scolded and paddled by my family for that, okay? They would have taken away my TV privileges if I said, well, Pepe Le Pew did this. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, if we had more core family values in our society, which these liberals have undermined, if we had more parents involved in kids' lives and hadn't destroyed the family structure to where, uh, you know, free slap happy love and just, you know, go out there and monkey around with whomever you want to sexually wasn't our culture, we wouldn't have to look back and say these things in some senses. Now, the stuff that Disney's doing where it's, uh, they're talking about culture and racism and stuff. You know, I, I, I see that a little more. Um, this talks about Dumbo, 1941. The Crows and musical number pay homage to racist minstrel shows where white performers with blackened faces, in other words, white people in blackface like the governor of Virginia and Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, uh, 
and ta uh, blackface and tanner tattered clothing imitated and ridiculed enslaved Africans on southern plantations. The leader of the group in Dumbo is Jim Crow. That's the name of the crow, Jim Crow, which shares the name of laws that enforced racial segregation in the southern United States. Peter Pan, 1953, the film portrays Native people, Native Americans or some formerly known as Indians, portrays Native people in a stereotypical manner that reflects neither the diversity of the Native peoples nor the authentic cultural traditions like the warlike Sioux Indians, Sioux Native Americans who killed and massacred other Native American tribes to take their land. Uh, it shows them speaking in unintelligible language and repeatedly refers to them as redskins, an offensive term. Peter Pan and the Lost Boys engage in dancing, wearing headdresses, and other exaggerated tropes. Okay, so that explains the picture at the top I saw. Um, again, I didn't see the 1953 version. I don't even know if my yeah, my parents weren't even alive in 1953. But Disney may want to come to the conclusion or the, um, maybe want to point out the fact that Walt Disney, who started the company and uh, who the parks and the TV network are named after, was a vehement racist, anti-Semite, sexist. Uh, and that's where a lot of this comes from. Uh, Swiss Family Robinson, 1960. Aristocats, 1970. I'm not going to read through all of this. Uh, you can look this up yourself. It's on nj.com. The last article I read about uh, Pepe Le Pew is on tmz.com and if you just google search these things you'll find them but again you know i always respected native american culture i always found it fascinating um even maybe when i was younger you know didn't understand things because you know i hadn't read books i'd seen you know tv shows and the portrayal of native americans um like, we'll probably try to cancel this next, but, you know, the Lone Ranger and Tonto. But when I was taught in school was, like, how brave, how wonderful the Native Americans were, how they helped the initial settlers, the pilgrims at Plymouth Rock, uh, and things like that. That's what I learned about Native American culture, that they were these kind people, uh, that they were brave people, uh, and things like that. When I saw these cartoons, I never once thought, you know, anything racist or terrible. I just, you know, it was an exaggeration of 
what um, the people were like. But again, I never saw any of these movies, so I can't say firsthand, you know, the depictions and this and that. But, you know, showing white people with their faces painted black and acting like stereo, quote-unquote stereotypical. I don't even know what a stereotypical black person is because I know so many black people and they're so diverse in, in their culture and in their lifestyles. Uh, I can't understand what a stereotypical black person is. But uh, this this stuff of blackface yeah it's racist and it's wrong okay and I don't know if Jim Crow in the cartoon is named after the laws or if the laws were named after Jim Crow the cartoon character but I know you know Walt Disney um, I've learned in the last couple years was a very racist and bigoted person um, and as successful as he was and as great as his parks were, are, pardon me, are, uh, and as innovative with, you know, technology, uh, you know, Disney parks, Disney theme parks have always been cutting edge and Disney movies, uh, on the technology side have always been cutting edge uh, now as far as you know the, the racial thing that means go, a lot I, I don't thank you thank you all right yeah you're welcome whoever you are on a pop-up video um, actually let's Dan Bellagio at CPAC but uh, anyways you know, the animatronics at Disney, at the theme parks with the, the uh, cartoon or movie characters as you went through the tunnels and on the rides uh, and things like that were very cutting edge. Um, it's a Small World it was like the first politically correct uh Ride where you took a trip through all different cultures. Now, are they going to say that's stereotyped? And we have, I don't even know if it's still at Disney parks. I've never been to Disney. Uh, my grandparents and my one aunt and uncle went there one time, but I was too little to go. Although I was the one who should have went. I was the little kid. Anyway. So, um,. That's it. I mean, what what do they cancel next, though? And why don't we let parents <coughs> decide? You know, this is a parentable moment uh, where parents can sit down and talk to their kids about these uh, supposedly stereotypical cartoon characters. Uh, you know, why not turn a negative into a positive by letting parents tell their kids this is not what true Native American culture is. This is not what uh, men do to women when it comes to Pepe Le Pew. Um, 
maybe it's like Archie Bunker. You you didn't laugh at his racism. You laughed at him for being racist and prejudiced and bigoted uh, and whatever else. And, you know, of course, Carol O'Connor was not Archie Bunker in real life. Uh, at least not that I know of. But you look at this stuff and the way they cancel things now for all sorts of reasons and it's like what is going to be next on the chopping block you know um you just don't know and you don't know what offends people today and tomorrow uh, and things like that and why did we get so thin skinned as a culture because when I was a kid you know we all sat there and watched these shows together. I watched the Jeffersons, uh, and George Jefferson said the word honky about 50 times an episode. I don't know. Uh, and, and then me and my friend, my white friend, not that I, I cared that he was white, but me and my friend Fred Kirby the next day at school were calling each other honky, and we never thought nothing of it, you know? It, you know, it's it just where does it stop? Uh, you know, where did it start? <laughs> That's another question. Where did it start? Like, when did we become so woke? And when did it become the law that you have to be woke? I don't know. But, uh, so I, I agree to some points with this stuff um, you know if you're going to remove something replace it with something teachable you know if you're saying this is a harm to kids what do you replace it with that's not harmful to kids because this was considered not harmful when it was done 60, 70 whatever years from now are the things that they're saying are are good and pure now going to be considered harmful? You know, it just blows my mind that after all these years that this these cartoons and whatever have been like uh, uh, an afterthought. I don't know if one kid growing up or one kid uh, today, like my friend's children that have watched these movies and, and then gone out and said, you know, I hate Native Americans because Peter Pan told me Native Americans were silly. Uh, I don't know if anybody whose kids watched the original Dumbo, period, let alone uh, have gone out and painted them their faces black and acted like... Uh, stereotypical whatever that is slaves <laughs> I know so it, but it, it's the, the the thing now you know this is the cool this is what's popular in TV land TV world uh, is to be woke and cancel anything and everyone that's not you know super liberal woke and some of it I can agree with, and some of it is 
just silly. I mean, they took Elmer Fudd's gun away. Elmer Fudd is a hunter. What do you hunt with if you don't, you know? Um, and again, we didn't, we didn't have gun violence and things like that with kids when I was a kid because we had parents and parents that would have whooped us if they caught us playing with a real gun uh, and parents that said, now look, that's, that's not what you do. That's not what guns are for, you know. But the erosion of the the nuclear family, which I was not a part of, but the erosion of the family structure and our values, uh, taking prayer out of schools, all these things have led us to this point where TV networks and corporations have to parent our kids, I guess. Or at least they feel they have to. Alright guys, it's been 45 minutes. You've probably lost interest by now. But God bless you. Thank you for listening to me and my thunks and opinions. And pray for each other. God bless y'all. God bless America. We'll talk at you later.